You're listening to SBS News. The heat waves scorching the northern hemisphere are absolutely historic, and they are shattering records. Record-breaking temperatures have already been felt in Asia, North and Central America, Africa, and the Middle East. Now Europe is facing the danger caused by unrelenting high temperatures and forest wildfires. With July and August the most critical months for heat waves, the United Nations is warning countries around the world to expect a severe impact on human health. The United Nations Weather and Climate Body, the World Meteorological Organization, says the health risks include increased cases of heart attacks and deaths. John Nairn is an advisor on extreme heat at the WMO. In many locations where the the maximum is reaching into the high 40s or higher, the temperature may still be near 40 at midnight. So in these circumstances, the minimum temperature is more important for health and failing critical infrastructure which supports these people during extreme heat waves. So repeated high nighttime temperatures are particularly dangerous for human health because the body is unable to recover from sustained heat. This leads to increased cases of heart attacks and death He says future heat waves are expected to be at higher temperatures. These events will continue to grow in intensity and the world needs to prepare for more intense heat waves. Uh, The recently declared El Nino is only expected to amplify the occurrence and intensity of extreme heat events. So um, we're in for a bit of a ride, I'm afraid. And they will have quite serious impacts on human health and livelihoods. An estimated 61,000 people may have died in heat waves last year in Europe alone. In Europe, parts of France and Spain hit all-time record highs in the extreme event known as heat wave Cerberus. In Greece, forest fires are raging as firefighters deploy helicopters and planes to try to stop the flames from spreading. Greater Athens and much of southern Greece has been on the second highest alert for wildfires during the current heat wave hitting Europe. In Canada, forest fires are continuing to cast the smoky haze over its territory and parts of the United States. Assistant Professor Sarah Commodore is from the School of Public Health at Indiana University. She says the effects of the smoke create a health hazard. When it goes deep into your lungs, it causes inflammation or even oxidative stress in your lungs. And then it can cross into your blood vessels and enter circulation and cause a systemic effect. It can even cross the brain, the blood-brain barrier and enter into your brain. And so there's so many issues that happen when all these uh, particles are moving through your body. Ms. Commodore says the wildfires are also creating problems for public health, impacting hospital services. You can have coughing, wheezing, watery eyes, scratchy throat. Those are some of the symptoms associated with um, air pollution exposures with wildfire long-term basis, you can have increase in things like asthma, exacerbations, or even hospital uh, visits because people are having all kinds of serious health consequences and they might not understand. In the United States, the extreme heat may have lessened in a few areas such as the Pacific Northwest, but it is ramping up in others as a sprawling heat dome remains stuck over the southwestern states, influencing the entire southern tier of the country. Amit Bagoji is a tourist visiting Phoenix, Arizona. It's like you open an oven door and it's the heat wave. Like when you open like an oven, that's what it feels like. Exactly what it feels like. So if you're like in a hotel and you walk outside, it's the same feeling. 
if you're like baking cookies or something and you open the <laughs> the oven door it's gonna hit you right in the face earlier this month the world meteorological organization declared that el nino is back bringing with it warm dry conditions for the east coast of australia and an increased risk of bushfires but Australia's Bureau of Meteorology has yet to declare that El Nino is on the horizon. The organization's Dr. Carl Braganza explains why not. Nero has gone to an El Nino alert at the start of June, which is really signalling that um, there's probably about a 70% chance by our metrics of an El Nino event um, occurring before summer. Um, our rainfall and temperature outlooks strongly reflect that kind of a forecast with dry conditions on the horizon, um, particularly over the next three months or so. Um, some other agencies have already declared an El Nino event, such as the World Meteorological Organization and NOAA in the US. Um, however, um, we, the set of indicators we have used haven't passed threshold as yet, um, so we still haven't declared. The extreme weather has added fresh urgency to talks this week between the United States and China, the world's top greenhouse gas polluters. U.S. climate envoy John Kerry met Chinese officials in Beijing and expressed hope that climate cooperation could redefine troubled ties between the two superpowers. Chinese Premier Li Yang met with Mr. Kerry, with both leaders calling on both developed and developing countries to shoulder respective responsibilities in addressing climate change. Currently, the world is facing a daunting challenge of climate response. It's necessary for China, the United States, and indeed all countries in the world to strengthen coordination, build consensus, and speed up action. Mr. Kerry says it is vital for both countries to show the world how they could cooperate. China and the United States are the two most powerful economies in the world. We also have to be the two largest emitters of greenhouse gases. And so the imperative of our two countries coming together and working and showing the rest of the world how we can cooperate and begin to address this with the urgency it requires is incredible. There's now a chance 2023 will go down as being the hottest year since records began in the mid-19th century. Assam al-Ghalib. SBS News.